We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's PGA week here on Gaming Golf. We can't coming off a big tournament. A lot of big names were competing. Now we're going for a huge golf course at Southern Hills with the second major of the year. Tune in to see who Scott and Jeff think are going to win. everybody welcome to gaming golf it's pga week and we're super pumped up for this tournament it's it's a big week uh second major of the year the pga championship at southern hills in tulsa um i made a rocky like a hurricane joke it's tulsa the golden hurricanes and you tie it all in together there i'm excited so let's go guys uh how are we doing fired up uh, it's a major championship week it's a major week for golf betting and uh we got a fun course with a little history but also of course it's been redone so much that you can kind of probably throw out most of that history but i just uh i think it's a great venue for this and it opens up a lot of uh betting possibilities and uh you know all the storylines that always converge on these major championships golf is filled with them so uh it's gonna be a fun week i'm ready yeah, I'm fired up too. It feels a little bit more like a U.S. Open with the way the course is. Every once in a while you get to PGA, you're like, yeah, I don't know how great this is going to be, but uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. seems like the course is going to be really tough, um, which is going to be great for the great players. We've got a lot of uh, lot of stuff to talk about here, a lot of uh, a lot of guys in the sixes and sevens that are playable. It's it's a really fun week. It's a long course. Yeah. Two par fives, both over 600 yards. No one's getting there in two. You get there in two if you play though, right, Jeff? To drive, what? Drive, drive, two, driver six iron for you? Two, uh, two driver drinks. in a cart <laughs> and you change carts halfway through? Yeah. Uh, no. It's... On, honestly, though, how do you play a 630 uh, par five? Was that driver three wood four iron? Except I'm really bad with three wood from the deck. So <laughs> it's probably driver hybrid hybrid or something yeah. like that. Or driver trying... hybrid five iron or something. I don't know. Len Hockberg posted the other uh, the par fives. I was trying to figure out what it would be. I think I go driver four iron, four iron, but man, that's a tough hole. Dude, I've seen you play. You're a big hitter. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's more it, like driver 
you know, five iron wedge for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could quite have it. Man, is that's a that's a tough golf hole though. That's gonna be. I mean, just and I think it brings in helps the shorter hitters because it just nobody's really going for that in two. So it's uh, it, it kind of makes it so none of those holes are eagleable. I would. I think I would play it. Drink then driver, <laughs> then reload. <laughs> Threw it beautiful. off the deck. Drink yeah. again. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just on the tee thinking, how do I make a single digit? Probably yeah. is what I'm, it's, what I'm thinking on a 630 yard par five. Most two, people don't recommend drinking to get your single digit, but two, there you uh, go. So. Two, two drink holes is the, is the best description I've heard of it so far. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get right into it. Uh, five guys in the five digits. It's going to be, it, it's a big field, not like the masters, but there's also a lot of club pros and former champs. So it's a little tricky. Glenn Hochberg's article breaks that down really well, both his DK preview as well as his barometer. He ranks every single golfer in the field. Uh, so some good stuff from Len. Uh, you should check that out, rotowire.com slash try, as you can see many places here. But uh, let's jump right into it, the five-digit guys. Scotty Scheffler, 11-4. John Rahm, 11-2. JT, 10-7. Colin Morikawa, I haven't talked about him in a while, at 10-4. And Rory McIlroy at 10,000. Uh, let's jump right off and start with uh, Scott. Who do you like in this grouping? What, do you, what are your reactions to this top tier? I mean, it's an awesome top tier. I like I like everybody in it. I would never I wouldn't argue against any of them. But uh, I'm gonna go with the guy that I think is gonna win this week. I think it's time. I didn't go with Justin Thomas at 10-7. Talked about him last week. I mean, I just think he's playing so well. It's crazy. He hasn't won since March of 2021. Nine tournaments in 2022. Six top tens. He was fifth last week. He's gained on approach in 13 straight events. Obviously, with this long course, you know, how you approach. And the, with the small greens, too. Like, approach is going to be – it's always key, but it's going to be beyond key this week. I think around the greens really important this week, too, because I think guys yeah. are – the greens regulation are going to be low just based on how small the greens are, how long the approach charts are. He played really well around the, around the green last week. And, I mean, I don't know how you go wrong with any of these guys, so it's hard to pick and choose. I'm uh, We can talk about build later, but I'm – I'm pretty stars and scrubby this week. I'm going to really try and get three guys, like say 8,700 and higher, maybe a 10 and two nines, maybe two tens and an eight, that sort of thing. Cause I think there's a lot of people playable under 7,500. So I'm, uh, I'm really focusing on this group. Um, my favorite, Justin Thomas, I wouldn't argue ever against Colin Markawa. What that, four top eight in his last four majors. Um, Rom is weirdly overlooked this week. Everybody's talking about Scheffler and Thomas and Morikawa. I think Rom might be a lower uh, roster ship percentage than normal, but it's an awesome group. Uh, but give me JT. I think he wins this week. So I think one of the things that makes this a really intriguing betting week is that there's a lot, a lot more of the top players in the world are entering this week feeling good than there were at the Masters. You know, the Masters were like, Scotty Scheffler was winning everything and Cam Smith had won the players and there they were on Masters Sunday. But now coming in this week, you got and Rom has been overlooked, but he's got a win. Jordan Spieth's yep. got a win. Just Thomas feeling better. Rory McIlroy walked off Augusta with more momentum than he's ever really felt leaving Augusta. So there's a lot of like, there's a lot, it's a lot tougher for Scotty Scheffler, I guess, is the, where I would start is even though he's the number one player in the world and he's riding this wave. Uh, it's very easy now through no fault of his own to see, you know, he's got a, this is going to be a much tougher test for him to try to, to keep that going. Cause there's just so many players playing well. So I think Scheffler deserves to be at the top of this board. I'm not playing him. I just think there's too many guys in the, the eights or nines as we went through this. And I, I had a feeling Scott and I are going to land on some of the same names again, <laughs> but, uh, I, I would probably off this tier go McElroy and it's just a momentum thing where I just love the way he came out of Augusta. I like that he was solid fifth place at Wells Fargo. 
and a course that he doesn't even really know well. I just think he's it's clicking, it's coming together for him at the right time. I could see him winning this week. But like Scott said, you could pick anybody off this tier and you know probably not hurt yourself. Can you fit two guys from this tier in and make it work? Maybe, but do, do, as a as a PSA, I would say don't pick a club pro unless it's, <laughs> unless it's your father or like a neighbor, like very close relative or you know association. I would not financially tie yourself to a club pro this week. Uh, so stay out of those for the, the DraftKings lineups. But there are a few guys in the 6,000s we're going to get to that I think right. are very legitimate top 20, top, even top 10 potential this week. So I, I think a Stars and Scrubs lineup can work. And I, think you, I think you can go two top – I think you go two in the five digits for sure. You probably have to get jump down to the eights after that. It's hard because there's four guys in the nines that I really like as it is. But I did uh, – I kind of played with it. I did, a, I did I think, a Morikawa and a couple guys in the nines, and I, I found out I had about 7,100 left for my final three. There's a couple of guys in the sixes I like, and suddenly you can get a guy around 8,000. I think it's really playable this week. I think two, two tens and an eight, or like one ten and two in the nines, I think it's really workable this week with how many, I think, viable options we have in the in the mid sixes and the low sevens. Yeah. I, I, and going to, back to Jeff's uh, PSA, uh, go to SI, drop on down to SI Sportsbook and put a top 20 bet on your favorite one there. Don't even do it to, to win bet there, yeah. but. Uh, and you maybe, maybe you'll pull it off, but probably not even then. Uh, I, I like the idea of getting, you know, fishing in these waters there. And you know, there's a point for all of them. I think Rory needs a hypnotist to tell him it's Sunday and he's sitting in 25th place or something like that. And then maybe, you know, get that on Thursday and maybe you'll jump on uh, jump, jump, jump on them a little bit. All right. Uh, wisecracks aside, let's move on to the 9,000s where we also like players. Uh, lots of players to like. Victor Hovland also hasn't played many tournaments lately. He's at 99. Cameron Smith, 97, Jordan Spieth, 96, DJ, 95, Xander, 93, 92. We've got uh, Hideki, 91, Patrick Cantley, Brooks Kepka at 9,000. Jeff Ritter, you get to start this tier. What do you got for us? So I would, I would fade the top and bottom of this tier. Um, I think Hovland's going to win a major sometime soon, but as I've looked at this course setup and what he does, I don't, I, this feels like a major that's actually going to be won around the green. And I don't think that this as we've talked about, and it's anybody can just click the PGA tour stats. Hovland is dead last on tour and scrambling somehow is remains, you know, a top 10 player in the world. So one of these, one of these majors is going to get just hit every green and he's going to win it. But I don't, I think this one's got too much emphasis around the green. So I would fade Hovland this week. And then I would fade Kepka just coming, coming off the injury. And we don't know really where he is with his game and his health. So I'd start there with fades. I love Jordan Spieth at this price. I think this, this feels like a major yeah. with, we're talking wide open fairways. That's going to help Spieth who can, as we know, can spray it off the tee and his whole game. And this is going to be a theme I come back to is just guys that are just gritty and get the ball in the hole uh from anywhere uh that is speed when he's peaking and it, it feels like he's very very much you know close to a peak right now as, he, as we enter this week so i actually like the group for him it's come out just a couple hours ago that he's playing with tiger and rory for the first couple days i like that, it do you think do you think there'd be any fans in that group <laughs> oh, God, uh, I yeah, I like it for Jordan though. I mean, it's just it's all it's all there in front of him now to to get this done. And you know, if he's able to pull it off and complete a career career Grand Slam, it'd be 
uh, a feel-good story that the game of golf, you know, it wouldn't hurt right now with some of the other darker headlines looming in the sport. So I yeah. love Spieth. And I also like Patrick Cantley a lot. I just think he's underpriced. Um, I think that he's, he's due to win a major as well. Uh, very consistent this year. The two of his losses are playoff losses. So I just think uh, at that price, that's very interesting to me. And I think he belongs on a, sh- on a short list of top contenders. So um, I think he's a value at 91. Yeah. Um, does Jordan Spieth get a bump because it's Texas adjacent? Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Is that, does that work at all? But uh, I don't know, but well, it'd be hot and windy. So, you know, that's those Texas conditions could pop up this week. That's, sure. that's for sure. Sure. Scott, how about you? What do you, th- what do you what's your take on this tier? As, as tough a tier as I can remember since we've been doing the show, because I like so many guys in this range at the price. I mean, obviously you get elite players priced down a little bit in majors, but mm-hmm. um, I never like speed. And you look closer and you have to – it's not only just, as Jeff said, he gets the ball in the hole and kind of grinds it around. Dude is playing – He's this ball striking is insane right now. He's third in the field in, in approach in the last 24 rounds, second in tee to green, third in ball striking. He's gained over 10 shots TD Green in the last three measured events. Obviously, the Masters doesn't quite have the shot tracker stuff. But first and second is the last two tournaments. Like, he's just playing really well. It's just Usually, it's like, oh, he can figure it out. And it's his speed. He'll get some he'll get some magic going. But he's just playing really well. That's a scary combo right now. So, I think 9,600, um, as someone who usually doesn't play speed, is a really good price. And I absolutely love Hideki at 9,200. Um, just a great long iron player. Fits this course so, so well. Um, the neck issue seems fine. Now he finished, finished third last week, gained 10.4 T to green, 9.4 in approach. I mean, he's played eight events so far in 2020. Top 40 in all eight of them has not missed a cut. Three top tens. He's gained heavily in T to green to five of six. I think this course sets up perfectly for him. I will be betting him. If Thomas doesn't win, he's my next pick to win this tournament. But then you look around him. I mean, I I like Jeff's thoughts with Cantlay too. I mean, he struggled so much in majors. I think I saw the stat. He has two top tens in 20 majors all time. Oh. It's crazy for a guy who's that good. Um, bounced back nicely. He kind of struggled a little bit. Then he bounced back nicely at RBC, finished second there. Then he won the Zurich Classic with Xander after that. And we'll talk about it in a second. But Xander's 9,300 too. And you talk about someone, you know, I know there's all the stuff he can't win, but shot 61 Sunday to finish fifth. We talk about the opposite with Cantley. He's got 19 career managers. He's got nine top tens. Like that's an insane set of stats. He always plays well in these events, but he's weird right now. Last six events, four top 13s, really good. And then two missed cuts. So really bad there. Um, I just like all, all these guys. The deck, my favorite one, but I think I'm going to mix and match. It's, it's a week. I'm going to play some multi lineups. Um, I like getting uh, either JT or maybe more and then playing two of Xander Hideki can't lay or Spieth and kind of start there. But if I had to pick one, it's Hideki then Spieth. But uh, this range is awesome. I've got yeah. one more. I got one more Cantlay stat for you. I edited the piece this morning from our gambling insider on on SI.com. Five of Cantlay's six career wins have been on bent grass greens. Bent grass this week. There you go. I'm out there. Ah. Love it. Yeah, nine point one. I mean, we 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 haven't had a peep about DJ at ninety five. Um, maybe for reason, uh, but uh, you know he will be. You know, again, yet another golden opportunity to have a lesser-owned DJ. But then again, he finished 59th last week, guys. I mean, it's just this, like... This course is so perfect for DJ playing like DJ. I just don't know if we have that. I mean, we haven't seen it in a long time. You look at his stats, and there's you can't find like a week he played really well since like last year. I mean, he's got some some good finishes. He was ninth the players, but that was all putting. He was eighth the tour championship in, in the end of 2020, and that was all putting also. He lost in mm-hmm. TD Green and approach that week. Like I just can't find I can't find a great reason to play him except for his name is Dustin Johnson. He could turn it on any point, but 
I'm not playing this week with the other guys I have around here, even though the course sets up so beautifully for him. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. And I, I, there's just, like you said, there's too many good options. Yeah. That's the thing. And you, you had, it's one of those where you start getting FOMO and you went, okay, well I got to get a DJ lineup in there. And yep. then next thing you know, you've outlaid like twice as much as you usually have, but uh, so it goes. I'm going to a- try hard this week not to do that. There's so many guys I like that I'm going to try yeah. and stick with a core and I'm going to have to cut some guys I like, but uh, yeah, I'm just not going to have room for someone that I don't love in this range. Right. Like I'm, I'm going to have to have a Hideki and lineup in there. I'm definitely going to have to have a speed lineup, maybe both, but Xander's going to be like 11 billion ro- percent rostered. And I don't want to be missing that. I mean, I, I, f- I feel like he's as sure as a thing as there is in the field, at least in being like in contention. I could be wrong and watch him miss the cut, but uh, cause I've been aggressively wrong this year. Uh, but I, 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 I will have a lineup with him for sure. Now it doesn't seem like that's going to hurt you. And yeah. really this, this, these, both of these top tiers are uh, again, there's so many guys playing well now and it's, yep. uh, it's all kind of converging this week. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, before we move on to the 8,000s where there's other options, uh, quick note from our sponsors on the Blue Wire Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy, with Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, and we're back. Thanks to the Blue Wire Network for hosting our podcast. 8,000s, here we go. Will Zalatoris, 89. Sam Burns, 88. Shane Lowry, 87. 
Daniel Berger, 86. Joaquin Neiman, 85. Sung J M, 84. Bryson, 83. Tiger, 82. Max Homa, 81. Tyrrell Hatton, 81. Corey Connors and Louie at 8,000. Scott, you're first, and I'm going to predict two names from you. Not Do just it. one. Do it. Shane Lowry. Yep. And Max Homa. Should I just should I just quit the pod? You can take over for me. Back <laughs> and over to me. Uh. <laughs> and now to our regular sponsored. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's it's a weird range, right? Because we've got Bryson in there who may or may not play. He says he's going to test his wrist. I think it's today. Mm-hmm. We've got Tiger in there who I'd love to play, but I think he's overpriced. Like I'd love to have Tiger in my lineup, but I wish he was in the sevens to be a little more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Shane Lowry this week. Eighty seven hundred. You, uh, I, I'm I'm getting too predictable, but. Uh, just to, I, I like him in tough conditions. I like him on tough courses. Going to be I mean, look at his last five events: third, third, twelfth, thirteenth, second. Like at eighty seven hundred, he does anything close to that, and he's a huge play this week. He's gained heavily on Tita Green and approach in the, in the last four. You know, at RBC, his last uh, his last track event, he gained eight point four shots in approach. I think he sets up perfectly. He's playing really well right now. Um, I love Lowry at eighty seven hundred. I talked before. I'm going to have like three guys over eighty five hundred. He was kind of my bottom my bottom tracker on that. Where I think uh, I think you go a ten and a nine in him or two tens in him, and you can get really interesting there. Um, Homa's Homa is a tough one because he has not played well in majors in his career. His right. last five majors, three missed cuts, a fortieth and a forty eighth. So it's kind of a step that you've got to assume that Max Homa is a different player than he was uh, last year when he's played. I mean, he's been so good recently. In his last six events, he missed. The, he was 48th in the Masters. We talked about five top 20s. The other six events. So I think that 8100. I think he's very playable. I don't love him quite as much as I do most weeks. But uh, I mean, Tita Green are insane right now. He's gained significantly five straight tournaments. Gained really one approach in three straight. I think he's playing really well right now. We need to see it at a big course, a big major like this. Um, he won Riviera last year, I think. So I mean, he's shown it that he can play in these long courses. We need to see it in major. Um, 8100. I think I'll be playing him, but not the all-in that I usually am with Homa. But definitely gonna be playing. Him. So I think the course profile, the wide fairways, yeah, it's long. I mean, you got to be long enough to keep up. But I think it's a second shot tournament. And when you start thinking about that, then I hear the Will Zalatoris music start to play Mm. where the greens are relatively small and you just need that. You need that ball striker and who on the PGA tour is the world's leader in a strokes gained approach. It is will our friend will Z uh, the claw grip shaky, whatever the putting, I don't know what the putting stroke is. I don't want to think about the putting stroke, but I think, this is a golden setup for him. And I don't know if I'm all the way there for the one and done, but I, I think he's going to be a factor this week. Cause I, I just think this is like a honey, honey track setup for him. Uh, I, I agree with, honey trap for a second. No, there, tra- right? it's, it's, this is, this is a setup for, uh, this is his type of setup. Uh, I like the Lowry pick. I'm not surprised he made it, but he is playing the best golf of his life and he's already got a major win. Um, this is a great setup for Lowry as well. And then maybe one more, uh, down the list, I just think again, ball striking, uh, friend of the podcast, Corey Connors, you know, it's, it seems to be coming back into focus overall. Um, I'm intrigued with 8,000, but for me, it's Will Z off this tier. Yeah. I, I want to speculate that roster percentage on Will Z is going to be low because he missed the cut last week. It's not like he blew up. He went 71, 69. It was just a birdie fest and he didn't make enough putts basically is the way I read that. 
Right. Can, can he get the ball up and down when he does miss the greens? Is kind of the, I think the big thing for Will to see. For sure. Guy. I mean, he, he sets up so well. He's lost strokes around the green in three straight. He's lost strokes putting in seven straight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a little muted, like Jeff said, with the smaller greens. You know, he's not going to have the longer putts. I just worry a little bit on shots that he's, you know, you know, eight, 10 yards off the green. If he can get up and down like the rest of these guys in the price range can. Um, I, 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 and he's great in majors too. I think he's what he's been four top tens and the other, like a withdrawal. So you kind of throw that one out. Um, he's been great. He's been great in the spotlight too. Yeah, he has. All right. Let's traverse on to the seven thousands, a level so big. We usually break it in two, but it's not as big because there's so many in the six thousands and it's still pretty big. Uh, so let's do our usual, uh, where we go top half the seven thousands, then bottom half the seven thousands. Jeff Ritter, you have the floor. Who do you like in the top half of the 7,000s, if anyone? One of my favorites, again, on the board. Um, I think Matt Fitz, Fitzpatrick. I might be I might be uh, reaching into Scott's pocket on this one <laughs> as he's been pumping him a lot this year. But uh, I'm coming around. Uh, Fitzpatrick has seven of nine starts this year, top 20 finishes. So I just kind of look at him as someone that you just throw out on big, brawny golf courses and, and I sort of like, I had him in my head as like the Kevin Kisner playbook where like any, like those were the type of tracks or, oh, okay, maybe it's the Sony open or those type of things. But I mean, he just finished 14th at the masters. He doesn't have a big major championship record. He doesn't have any real major championship scar tissue, uh, but he's just someone that it's all coming together. He's top 25 in all the major stro- strokes gain categories. Uh, just having a very, very good consistent year. And uh, this is a good setup for him. You're not, Yes, you have to be long enough, but I, again, think it's a second shot course and, and scoring. And uh, I think he's very interesting and, and very tempting, not even just at that price, but even as like a straight ticket bet. So I, I think he's someone that could possibly break through and win this week. Um, also on the tier, I still, Cam Young, we, we're talking about him now multiple weeks. Uh, he yep. keeps delivering. Uh, and he's still, that price still seems low to me to a rookie who's, uh, who's playing way, way over. I don't know if he's way over his head or if this is his head now at this point, but I, I'm going to have Cam Young in a few lineups as well. I'm uh, I'm not living a ton in this range just because I think I'm going to live up top and kind of get under 700 for, for a lot of my guys. But uh, Cam Young is mine for sure in here. 7,600, you look at the past 24 rounds in this field, and we're talking ball striking for this event. He's third in tee to green. He's seventh in ball striking. He's second off the tee. He's fourth in DraftKings points, which is exactly you know what we need. And we're talking about here. He makes uh, makes some uh, makes some big scores there, which is great. Did miss the cut the players in the Masters. I know we kind of throw the players out based on how the event went, but obviously the Masters one you know matters. There's some course similarities I've heard this week from a lot of people that between Augusta and this course, based on how they're going to uh, have fast greens, how everything these things going to roll off the front and the back. Uh, but you know, monster tournament last time he's out at Wells Fargo gained 15.4 shots to your green. You never hear a number that big. Gained 6.2 in approach. Um, his last seven events, three top threes, five top 16s. We talked about the two missed cuts, but when he's played well. He's really, really played well and been up on top of the leaderboard. And this price this week, he didn't have to win. If he finishes 12th this week, you know, 7,600, that's a really good play. So he's my favorite guy in this range. Um, I'm tempted by Keegan, as always, 7,500, you know, playing really well lately. I'm a little worried his last event, weirdly, was like he had 9.8 strokes putting. So it was a little more putting and less ball striking. But, uh, you know, Keegan's always saw we need ball striking. Uh, you know, the approach has been a little bit up and down recently, which puts me off him and towards Cam Young a little bit. But I think in this range, um, I do like Fitzpatrick. Uh, Jeff mentioned him, but uh, Cam Young's my favorite at 7,600. 
And we're gonna you have you're gonna keep the floor and go at the next range down the, the low half of the seven thousands. Is there anyone there that catches your eye? There is. I, I really really like Alex Noren this week. He's seven thousand. Another good week last week at uh, at AT and T. Uh, he gained five point six T degree and gained in each of the kind of main metrics we look at across the board. So just played really well all the way around. He's made eight straight cuts, four of those in the top twelve. So getting up the leaderboard too. He's really cheap this week. He's gained T degree in eight straight weeks. You give me give me Norn at seven thousand again. He's seven thousand. Didn't have to win. Didn't have to finish top ten. Um, I really like his chances to kind of just be a solid top twenty guy um, at seven thousand. I really like that. I also think that Jason Kokrak is mildly interesting at seventy three hundred, playing really well the last three weeks. A super quiet 14th place at the Masters. I didn't really remember him finishing that high until I looked at it. Um, 35th at RBC, 17th last week at the AT&T. Byron Nelson gained really well last week. Only missed one cut all year. I think he's someone that if, you, if you're you just like trying to get through, make a cut. I think the Coke cracks a, a nice place. Everything, or he's not going to win the tournament, but make a cut. Um, give you a, you give me an 18th to a 25th somewhere in there and, and really kind of round out your lineup well. Good picks. I, uh, I kind of like, I like, the, I don't like as much down here. Um, I think my favorite is Russell Henley. Um, it's not, not a big major championship track record. Uh, he kind of played himself into it and then out of it at the U S open last year. But um, again, we're talking ball striking is an elite iron player. So I believe he's second right now in approaches uh, on tour. So could be underpriced, could be someone that can just, you know, hit a bunch of greens and hang around and, and maybe, maybe it's a top 10. Uh, the other guy I'll mention uh, is this is the best I've felt about Patrick Reed all year, which is not <laughs> saying much because I've tried to give him away on this podcast and trades unsuccessfully. But I do think if it's ever going to happen for him this year, I think this is the type of course where, uh, again, distance, even though it's long, it's not everything. It's really highest hiking, just get it in the hole around the greens. And that that is the one thing that he's been able to do in his career. So we'll see. But I, I think – I, this is at least I'm, I'm playing him with hope this week as opposed to dread. Uh, those are my two off this tier. I have, I have no comment on Patrick Reed. Our friend and colleague, Len Hochberg wrote up his preview that he really likes uh, at 7,000 Harold Varner. That it's one of his favorite plays. Yeah. Uh, that's a good, that's a good call too. Another guy playing best golf of his life, starting to get more comfortable in bigger events. One in Saudi Arabia earlier this year and he's, uh, you know, I played, he was in the final group with Kepka a few years ago at the PGA yep. at, at Bethpage. So he's had a taste of it. Um, and finished a stroke back a week, uh, two tournaments ago at the RBC, not, a, you know, his two tournaments ago at RBC. He was a stroke back of uh, the playoff between Cantley and uh, Spieth. So yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Um, pretty good form for him uh, as far as that goes. And in cash at Zurich also. So haven't seen him since then. Uh, finally, six thousands. It's a chance here where you know we talked about this this is perhaps a fruitful tier uh especially if you're going to go fishing above you're going to go looking below for some cheap prices here guys who do we like as cheapies this week jeff ritter you get to go first i got a few i'll, I'll go fast i think again i'm talking about a golf course just get it in the hole that's that's kevin kisner music at 7 6800 that's kevin na at 69 a couple of going two guys off my team that i like this week but those are guys that just it can make putts, hang around, grind it out. Uh, I like them both as a fit for this place. I think Davis Riley is still underpriced. I don't know what he's doing down here at $6,800. Uh, but another rookie that's just – its a, he's on the rise and maybe, uh, you know, is now comfortable enough to, to factor in one of these big events. So 
I would flag him as well. And then the return of Mito Pereira, seventeenth uh, at the Nelson. I'm, you know, but I think he's someone that we lo- we've liked his statistical profile for a while. I like the fact that he won a bunch uh, before coming up to the big tour, and uh, you know, maybe it's coming together for him at the right time too. So at this price, you're just looking to make a cut. I think each of those guys can can possibly top twenty or even top ten. I, uh, I love this range. I think it's an important range. I think that uh, I'm going to play probably two guys from here in a lot of lineups. I think I'm going to mix well, and match a little bit because I think that's how you, I think who, who hits the right guys in here is going to end up winning this week. Cause everybody's going to you know, mix and match the top guys and you're going to hit there, but getting these guys, right. Um, Jeff stole one of mine, but uh, Mino Pereira is, I want to talk about him for a second. You look at the last four weeks, 17th, 26th, 13th, and 27th. Like that's a guy in the 6,700, 6,700 price range that, is playing really well. I mean, those are top 30s. Then you look a little bit different. Like, let's look at some metrics. You look at uh, the last 24 rounds in this field, he's 13th in ball striking. That's overall, not just in the 6,000. He's 13th overall. He's ninth, He's 13th in tee to green, sorry. He's ninth in ball striking. He's ninth off the tee. He's 22nd approach. I mean, this guy's playing really well right now. Um, he had one miscut at the players. Again, we throw that out. The other, si- the other six events in the top, in the last seven or six of those are all top 30s. Like, He's playing really well, not just making cuts, but like actually making some money. Uh, last week, you look, he gained nine uh, nine shots, TD Green, 4.3 in approach. He's gained TD Green in seven straight tournaments. He's gained an approach in seven of eight, playing really well. I actually think he's worth a bet this week. I don't think he can probably win, but at the, at the odds, we'll talk when we get the betting. I, I'm really like at the top and then throwing some darts late. There's a lot of high prices I like, but love Pereira at 6,700. I like Aaron Wise at 6,800. I just really like the way he's playing right now. He gained nicely last week on TD Green and approach. He just putted really badly. If he made the cut, finished 51st, didn't do much on the weekend, but just putted really badly. But hit it great prior at, uh, at Mexico. He's made five or six cuts. I really like that. And even going lower, you look at kind of recent form, Anurban Lahari, 6,500. He's made six straight cuts. He's gained nicely TD Green four or five. Um, he was top 15 his last two events, Mexico and Wells Fargo. And there's a guy that's, uh, I don't think he can win either, but at 6,500, he makes the cut and finishes 30th. You're doing really well. And if you really want to save some money, we got a guy at 6,300 who is uh, last four events on the DP Tour. Uh, T15, T9, T8, and T2. We're looking at Ryan Fox at 6,300. Go back one tournament, fifth most recent. He won his last. He won in February on the, on the DP Tour. So you're, look at the Euro Tour. That is five straight events where he's been top 15. Not just like making cuts, but really making money. Um, hits the ball far. He's not done really well when he's come over to the U.S. and played in these big events. But I think 6,300. I'm going to have some Ryan Fox in Lance. I'm going to have some top 20 bets in on Ryan Fox. He's just playing really, really good golf right now. Um, granted, on the other tour, but uh, someone that uh, is playing really well right now. So I, I like him. And Uber Chief is almost a punt play. I think he's he's much better than your normal punt play. Love it. Ryan Fox. Yeah. So out of nowhere, yeah. but I, I like it. And then, uh, John, I think I think Johnny Vegas, 6,900 is also really playable, playing really well. So there's like five guys down here in the 6,000s yeah. that I, I think are really interesting plays. Kind of mix and match them, get two in each lineup. I think you're going to hit, you're going to hit on some of them. And it's a, it, it's a week that if you're playing multiple lineups, I think taking those five or six guys, kind of rotating them through and finding the right combo is going to be really key. Uh, neither of you mentioned Sebastian Munoz at 68. What, what's your thoughts on him played third? Obviously he had that huge day Thursday. Um, didn't fit, you know, still was 10 under the rest of the tournament after that, but obviously that wasn't good enough to win him and, uh, him and, and Charles were my two guys in the six thousands that I, I, I noted, I didn't bold them. So I didn't talk about him, but, uh, I worry a little about Munoz on in major history. He was one for four and made cuts at majors last year, but he's playing really well. He's made seven straight cuts, all those in the top 40, um, I think at 6,800, he's very playable. I just happen to like Wise and, and Pereira and, and probably Vegas a little bit more. 
Um, but I, I, I got no problem if you want to play Munoz. He's playing good golf right now. All right. Very good. Uh, let's skip on over to SISportsbook.com and take a look at uh, a couple of the uh, betting odds that are of interest to us. Uh, you know, obviously, this is a big week for that. Let's let's find ourselves some winners. Jeff, what do you like here? Well, I usually don't go under 20 to 1 for for picks, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to take Spieth at 16 to 1. I just think that the planets may be aligning for him this week. So uh, I want in. Um, I'm also on Matt Fitzpatrick at 40 to one to win outright. Absolutely. And, uh, my other outright winner, Patrick Reed at hundred to one could be the feel good story golf needs right now. If he wins his second major championship, I would be in on that. And then for some of the, the top tens, I like Russell Henley, 18 to one for a top five. I think again, he's a great, I like the statistical profile and fit for the course and Davis Riley top 10 machine. He's 11 to one to top 10 this week. I like that too. I wrestled with the betting card this week. It's always tough on majors because you see everybody, they want to bet everybody, but I'm going to go three guys kind of not at the top, but near the top. And then three or four guys way down the bottom uh, as, as darts. So I think that uh, it's, it's a way that I can't really deal with the middle. Cause I'm gonna go three guys at the top. I'm going to play Justin Thomas. I think this is the week he wins he's 14 to one, a little bit lower than I normally bet, but I'm going to do it this week. So, you know, up the, up the dollar amount a little bit for the lower price, but I'm definitely betting that um, Hideki's a slam dunk bet for me at 25 to one. I think that that's a, I think the hit a little mispriced. I think that uh, he has a really good chance to win this week playing great. And then Shane Lowry, we talked about four, not much else to say, but 30 to one, I think is a good price for him to win. Then I'm going to drop way down. Um, I like Alex Noren as a dart at 125 to one. I like Mito at 150 to one, uh, and I like a 12 to one on him on a top 10. I think he's playing well enough where a top 10 is possible, and I think 12 to one is a pretty good price there. And I'm going to go Ryan Fox. We talked about him before, 250 to one. Throw a couple bucks on that just for some fun if he gets it in the weekend. But I also like a uh, a plus 750 on a top 20. I think Fox is a good chance to to kind of get up the board and make a top 20. 7.5 to one. I like that. And for full disclosure, when the odds first came out. I bet Daniel Berger just because 75 to one seemed insane. He's down to 50 to one already. And I bet Bryson 120 to one just in case he plays. I think that's an insane price to us. So I threw a couple bucks on those um, kind of darts as they first came out, but I just wanted to fully disclose that it's out there. Um, I don't know Bryson's going to play, but I, I thought the price on those two guys were just too, uh, too high to not uh, take a, take a, take a stab on. All right. Very good. Uh, finally, let's do one and done. Uh I think we've had some people tease their uh, choices already. So, you know what? I'm going to let uh, Scott, you go first on this one here. Uh, I'm going Hideki this week. I've not used him. I think it's a really good chance for him to win. I love the course setup. I love how he's playing. I've used Justin Thomas. Otherwise, that would be my play. I think that'd be my number one. Uh, Decky's my number two. Uh, I'm doing it. I think he's uh, I think he's in the mix on Sunday, and that's, uh, that's all you want. I've used Spieth. I've used Zalatoris. So I'm down to Rory or Fitzpatrick. And I don't know. Got to go, Rory. Yeah, I got, I have to. Got to go, man. I have to, I have to go. I'm going to fall into the Rory trap and I'm going to pick him. Um, But I got, I still, that's just, that's my third choice. I would go Spieth, Wilsey. Rory Fitzpatrick, or so I've just I've cornered myself this week by I've boxed myself out of a couple top picks, but that's where I am. Going Rory, it's submitted. All right, very good. I haven't submitted yet. I haven't even decided. I mean, I I got Hideki available still. I have Scheffler still available. Ooh. And pod odds oh. play might dictate that I take him, but I feel like those who haven't taken him will take him now. 
have you the, have you have you looked to see how many he's available in? I haven't. I haven't. Looked. I haven't. I know, and I'm going to do I've the research them. on that in our in our pool at least. And the, I'm in a bigger pool too uh, by the uh, the season folks. SZN.com. They do f- uh, football survivor pools. They have a golf survivor pool too now. A, a golf one and done. They also have a baseball one too. They're, they're great. I love them. The season.com. Anyhow, they don't advertise with us. I just like what they do. Uh, does it does it feel like there's going to be way too few people on Morikawa? I was looking at that, and I I could be that guy on him. So you might be the devil in my Mor- ear, Scott. Morikawa lowly rostered and one and done in a major. Like uh, maybe we're all just missing it there. But yeah. uh, I'm uh, I'm going Decky. Uh, I'm tempted by Morikawa, but I'm going to go Decky. I have Rory and Spieth available too, and I'm I never am on Spieth, but my oh man, I, I'm feeling a pull, uh, and that, that's tough. playing great. He's playing great right now. Yeah. So, and you know what? The last time I had a good team, last time I won this league, I had Spieth in his breakout. So maybe I'll, I'll do that. So does, I don't know. Uh, we'll does, t- does Tiger make the cut? Yes. He's going to make the cut. Not much more, but I, I think okay. he's going to make the cut. I'm going to say no. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be what Dr. A, no. Here. What a killjoy. I know. Well, Hey, someone's got to do it. Right. And it's usually, you know, you're usually considered to be the dour one of the group. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll take that away from you this time. Let me shoulder I, uh, that burden for you. <laughs> I really, I re- I really hope he makes it. I, from, you know, people that have seen him play, sounds like he's hitting the ball uh, better than he was at the masters. I just, I just think it's fun when he's playing on the weekend, but I, I'm kind of with Jeff. I think that Jeff Ritter, I think that uh, I think he makes the cut, but probably not much more than that. Does Phil ever play on the PGA tour again? Oh, sure. Wow. Forever is a long time. He'll, he'll play on the PGA Tour at some point. Apparently, I didn't see the press conference yet, but I saw some. Apparently, Tiger was not especially supportive of Phil when he when they asked him about him. No, he was not. No, he yeah. said he was disappointed, and uh, they differ on the that view. It was kind of a it said he's not reached out to Phil either, which I was a little surprised. I don't think they're especially close, and they ever no. have been. So yeah. no, it, was, it felt it felt I mean, like it felt like Tiger was like, "I'm here for the the golf and the competition and the history and winning tournaments," yeah. whereas Phil's about the money, and it was. Uh, yeah, he did. I was I was a little surprised by how open he was talking about. Him. I felt like Tiger and Phil were getting closer as the years went along, but it seemed a little icy uh, today. So. Well, I think I mean Phil went. They had that challenge thing, you know, the the match, yeah. and then like Phil was going at Tiger a little on Twitter about the uh, that the whole like social media award <laughs> thing and yeah, all that, yeah. and. I don't know. I think he's just turned off by the way Phil's acting. I don't know, and who knows what their interpersonal action react, you know, interactions are. They could that could be just enough that it spoiled the, the, the you know, the relationship. I don't know. Who I knows? think I think Phil plays majors at some point, though. I oh, hope yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. I just, yeah, I, I think there's a non-zero chance he doesn't come back. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Down zero. Are, I think he's got. He's coming. I think he's going to play in London. I I think that's where this is heading. But yeah. Well, that's not coming that's back. Hot, that's playing the live tour. That's you know? true. That's true. That's where yeah. I think we're going to see him. We're going to see him at Pumpkin Ridge. And, you know, and you cross that Rubicon, and he may not be allowed back. I mean, maybe he'll play at the British Open or something. But even them, they might be. They might get, be the Russian judge too. They might just say, eh. "I don't know, not coming a back." Lot, if he does that, a lot has happened since he freaking won this tournament last year. Sure has. Yeah, sure has. On that happy wait, note, wait, wait, wait. you're, you're oh, yeah. one and done pick. You didn't make the one and done pick. Got to oh, have it for the article. Got to. Everybody's okay. got to go. Got to have a pick. Okay, Morikawa, and I, right. With the right, I reserve the right to change. <laughs> All right, Biff. that'll be noted. All right, fellow left-hander scribbling that down. I like it there. Friggin' major major weeks are the best. I can't wait. This yeah. is I know. 
Should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. All right, that's going to wrap up gaming golf. As always, guys, please smash that like button if you're, especially if you're watching on YouTube. But even if you, and please also though subscribe, uh, give us feedback. Tell us what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. Unless it's like less me and well, actually, even that too. You can do that Um, because that's fine. These guys are the experts. I'm just here to direct traffic. So appreciate y'all, and we'll be back next week. Good luck uh, with your lineups here for the PGA. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.